Namaste. Prakash here. One of the questions that uh, people ask me whenever I interact with our dear brothers and sisters, does Master get angry with us? It's very difficult to give a very direct answer. But let me put it this way, which can maybe make it a little bit more confusing, apparently. I would say yes and no. Let me give you two, three perspectives. And uh, it's better that you infer the answer rather than me telling what the answer could be. Let's say that you are uh, the mother of a very potentially intelligent uh, child or a potentially a great to become child with unlimited potential. For example, the child is uh, capable of getting say 90 marks in a specific subject. But due to distractions, playfulness, childishness or childlikeness, whatever you want to call the child, uh, repeatedly gets only say 30 to 40 marks in the exam. Or sometime even gets detained in a class for a very long time. It's like uh, a BSc getting stuck in a point for a very long time. For want of sincere efforts, let's say. What would the mother do? Mother's nature is to love. Mother's nature is to care for the child and ensure that the child blossoms to the fullest potential. While she happens to be with the child and uh, it does in some way upset the mother. But what she shows, is it uh, love, repackaged or is it anger? The same is true for a grown-up son who is capable of really scaling new heights in life becoming really a topper in everything that he does, academics, work, personal life. Yet he slots and refuses to really move forward in life. How would a mother feel and how would a mother, rather how should a mother respond? Should she just keep quiet? Initially she might give you certain inputs and the inputs will keep coming and coming and coming. At some point of time you don't seem to listen. What is she likely to do? This is say one uh, perspective. The other perspective is that in your spiritual journey as you progress, each of the point unfolds a tremendous amount of potential and also tremendous amount of uh, spiritual power inside each and every one of us. Babaji Maharaj in one of his books writes beautifully that even people who are in the lower region of the first point have tremendous uh, spiritual powers. He has even said that many of the rishis of the past have been here and yet they thought they had achieved so much because there was so much power that they could display by just commencing a bit of yatra on their own effort. Imagine what is likely to happen to a spiritual aspirant who is on the path of uh, heartfulness. When he crosses all these knots and chakras, each point having its own flavor, it does give tremendous amount of uh, rise to certain uh, 
uh, you can call it as say yogic power or siddhis or whatever and with or without our knowledge it is a possibility that we might get carried away in a very subtle way by what we experience in that uh, point hence babuji maharaj says that the role one of the tough role of a guru is to keep leveling the way in which if you're laying a road if stones pop up here and there what do you do you hammer it in one of the biggest role is to ensure that our ego brazen open or subtle does not stop our progress because it is a possibility that once in a while you think that whatever you seem to enjoy at that point you seem to own it and you seem to think that you have actually made it there this uh, tendency happens once in a while with uh, several of us in our journey and how would a guru who is far better than even a mother would be how would he feel how would he have to respond when you are struck at a point because you are happy you are not apparently moving further there is one thing that we all understand at a human level and that is called when someone who is very close to us displays their anger not necessarily anger as we would understand at a very human level but it's more a concern a concern based out of love for our speedy progress while the guru is on us at us working on us they need to package it in some way the system that we are in is also such that it is not always possible for the guru to personally to be with you all the time yet he has to keep guiding you both implicitly and explicitly what he does implicitly is his role which we may never get to understand but explicitly once in a while as part of the disciplinary process as part of you would call it taming the ahankar the ego it is something that our heart would tell is right or wrong when a guru expresses concern about the behavior of an abhyasi or a functionary or a preceptor either directly or through certain communications that he chooses to if you really look at when let's let's put it in a very materialistic way when someone gives you a wonderful gift very 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 expensive gift but it is packaged in a very ugly looking wrapper uh, or a paper would you get upset with the gift because it was not packaged the way in which you would want it to be packaged like how you would receive during a birthday party or a wedding reception or would you focus on the gift that is packaged and given to you and say wow what a gift he is giving either way whether he is showering love whether he is showering affection or apparently there is a sense of anger in his voice or his tone or his communication look at the message look at that love that is packaged and given to you in whichever form is needed for you not to stagnate after all curvature is something that we wouldn't want in our spiritual practice and why would rather why should we be upset apparently upset when a master or a guru tends to get in a very worldly way angry with you is it good for you or is it bad for you 
would you want a master who never even utters a word who doesn't say anything about what you need to change how you need to change would you rather take that uh, neglect or would you like to take that expressed words which you think is anger which is good for your growth think for yourself the answers are within your heart i'm very sure you'll find it on your own thank you